0: I'd like to call up our friend, Pastor Lubin, to come and give his service, sermon to us this morning. We're so grateful to have you here with us today. Thank you. Make yeah. sure we this, this thing clear here. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Mike and Kyla. Well, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? It is a joy to come back home for me. Uh, This church has been what I call uh, my home church. Uh, I may not live in Wallingford now, but Wallingford is always in my heart. And this church, you know, knows us way back. Somebody said, how long do you know Pastor Bill? I said, too long. I put it into years. Well, I put it thirty plus years. You know, so it's it's been it's been a while. It's a joy to be in his in this place and to actually see what God is doing, what He's up to. Uh, Pastor Bill, as you know, has been sick, and uh, he's too much of a waffle maker. He makes too good of waffles, and his grandchildren love to share that with Grandpa what these grandchildren do when they really have a call they share that too with grandpa <laughs> and now grandpa cannot be in church today uh, should we have a word of prayer please Amen. father it is in the name that goes above every name we come today the name of Jesus we thank you for giving us a chance father to say yes to him and to follow his precept, We pray today that by your grace, you will, Father, use my voice, and that you will penetrate in your people's hearts. May we hear from heaven. May you be glorified. Don't allow no one to leave this place the same way they came in. Transform lives by your Holy Spirit, starting with me and all of us. Let us be soaked in your presence. I do pray in Jesus' mighty name. And God's people says, glory be to God. Uh, Well, welcome to the show. I mean, not to church. (laughs) I say to the show is because uh, I feel like it's it's an honor, it's a privilege, it's a joy to walk for the Lord. You know, there's no pressure on me, I'll tell you that right now. I'm having fun. If I get sweat, don't worry about it. It's not because I'm nervous or anything like that. It's because the lights is right on me. <laughs> Pastor Bill was going to be preaching today on the story of the prophet. It's a minor prophet called Habakkuk. Habakkuk is not actually a very well type of a known kind of a prophet. He's known as a small or minor prophet. Before I go back to the sermon here, I want to acknowledge my wife here with me, Abby Monsejo right here. Praise God. Amen. And I want to say hello to all the friends. I'm not going to say one name because I'll be in trouble with somebody. So, <laughs> praise God. It's good to see you. Habakkuk chapter 1, 2 to to 10 Um, I'm going to read that for you. But I want you to see also, take a look at Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. See the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright. But the righteous person will live by his faithfulness or simply by faith. He started writing this. He says, well, hold on. It's like a deep question. How long, Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen? Do you care? I'll cry out to you, violence! But you do not save? Are you there? Somebody. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing, Lord? Why do you tolerate destruction, thank you, and violence are before me? There is strife. Lord, there is conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed, and justice never prevails. The wicked them in the righteous, so that justice is perverted. Lord, look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. I'm rising up the Babylonians, that worthless and impetuous people, who swept across the cross to whole earth to seize dwelling, not their own. They fear and, and dreaded people themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves and dust. Their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like eagles swooping to devour. They all come intent on violence. Their hearts advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities by building earth and rain. They capture them. So Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die, I know. You, O oh Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my God, you are my rock. You have ordained them to punish, to punish. Your eyes are, are too pure to look on evil and say it's okay. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the the, tre- the treacherous? Why don't you silence while the wicked swallow up those righteous in themselves? The Lord's answer to the prayers. I will stand my watch. I look to see what I will say to me. He says, write down the revelation. Some translations say the vision. And make it plain on the table, so that hell may run with it. For the revelations, await in an appointed time. There's a time for that vision to come to pass. It speaks of the end and it will not prove it's false. Though it linger or tear it or take longer than you want it to be, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See the enemy is puffed up today, his desires are not upright, but guess what? You, the people at First Baptist Church, the righteous person, you should live by faith. God bless you. You may be sitting there. <laughs> Pastor Bill Higo, uh, my good friend. Oh, by the way, this is Ruben Bossejo, <laughs> his twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh you laugh, can't you tell? Say that again. This is his twin brother. You know, only my own mothers can set us apart. Really. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> anyway, um, Pastor Bill w- really uh, want to go deep into this thing. And I say, you know, Lord, would you just shine your light upon this word and make out of it what we can ever make out of ourselves? So, this reading from Habakkuk, who's on earth ever thought of a name called Habakkuk? Anybody ever called and it, it said, okay, yeah, last night I enjoyed myself reading Habakkuk. <laughs> Any of you ever think that? You know, maybe you see Ezekiel, you see the song, the problem, still beautiful. You know, you look. The, the beautiful Matthew, the Gospels, Mark, Luke, and John, perhaps Revelation. It's hard, but we we'll go to it sometime. But Habakkuk. Come on, Lubin, be serious here. Well, <laughs> I was reading that book myself and say, wow, this guy may not be popular, but he's actually hating what I call on the sensitivity of today's society. If you're reading the news today, if you look what's going on around the world, you can't tell me some of these questions that Habakkuk have are not similar to the same one you have. Lord, is that true? Lord, what's that? Lord, where are you? Lord, are you are you here? Come on, go talk to me, Lord. It's not 911. It's on your knees. Maybe you are asking, what the book is all about? And I'm glad you asked that question. I'll be happy to share with you what this book is all about. It's a biblical text that tells the story of a prophet questioning God's justice and seeking answer to the suffering and violence in this world. It's a man who is tired of being sick and tired. And wonder, Lord, when you're going to say something? It's that having God's attention in a dialogue and rightfully so, questioning the injustice, questioning the suffering in this world, and ultimately finding trust and hope in God's plan. What do you do when things don't work the way you want them to work away? The way you want to see God, you know, work in your life. Habakkuk is one of the minor prophets, as we say. He, he didn't really write much. Habakkuk wrote only three chapters in his book. It's a pretty small, tiny book. But, but there are a lot of really great verses into this book. You, you know, you know Here's one of them. There's, watch this. The righteous shall live by faith. What does that mean? The righteous shall live by faith. Can help it, but to, to take the advantage of this moment to tell you, in uh, you know, a few other verses like that, they you only know, have nothing to do with this sermon. But, 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 but Pastor will kind of put a note here. He said, "Love it, me, me, meet me, too." He said, he, "He says this. Look at the nation and watch, and be utterly amazed. For I'm going to do something in your days that would not that you would not believe. Even if you, if I told you, you would not believe." <laughs> If God comes to you in a revelation, in a dream, in, in read a read book, and he kind of talks to you and says, "Put your name in there, that, that, that. I'm going to do you, I'm going to use you to do something marvelous, and you, even you would not believe it. That would scare me. Even God's going to use me to do something marvelous, even me, I would not believe it. This is like crazy. The nations. Are going to be turning. If we, anyone really ever tell, tell you that a group of people will be hooked up with me, coming from the town, the small town in Connecticut called Wallingford. And there's a small church. I say small because it's your size, not the building. Not too many. We don't have hundreds of people here, you no know, thousands. There's a small church in this town that I'm going to hook you up with Lubin and with them you're going to be doing greater work throughout Hispaniola. You're going to be going in mission trip with them. You're going to be helping feeding people. You're going to preach the gospel. You're going to be using that group to actually build houses for those in necessities. You're going to do, do extraordinary well in terms of, and by the way, we've affected to tell you, thousands of people will be saved. Yeah. You should put your hand together right there. I said thousands of people will be saved. And that is crazy stuff. That's why I'm happy when they call me crazy. I want to be part of that group. And the Lord is using ordinary people to do extraordinary things. To feed the hungry, cross the naked, to build a house to those that all have no place to go. Using this group under the leadership of John Powers in this church. Go fishing out of universities and other places so they can come and see what's happening at FBC. You would say, oh, no, 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 that's not possible. Why if somebody told me that, I would you too. I will say, Joe Hartman school, <laughs> don't have so many supporters behind it.
1: <laughs> I
0: would say, Pastor Lisa, Pastor Elsa, will know what to do. I will say, from here, from here. You notice, this is not just the members of the church. God is bigger than the First Baptist Church. Amen. he's using people from east to west from from, from north and south and connect them together make it a network of ministries Mm -hmm. Lord where are you I'm at first baptist thank you a little bit (laughs) Lord where are you I'm at somebody's heart thank you I'm encouraging some people the Lord in 20 is in holy temple He sees in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Now, this is a very hard one. At least for me. Maybe for you as well. He's talking about the awesome presence of God living at his temple. Right? When entering the place of worship, this is this building, it's imperative. That we be silent before God about the issues of the day. Let me translate that for you. It's important that we don't let the gassips of today blur your vision to worship God. the issues and separate the two and say, I'm not going to let these things hold me back from worshiping my holy God. Amen. Then when you can pick or make the difference between the issues of the day and with the holy God, then you will see God in a clearer way. When you turn the place of worship, you need to understand that you don't come here for Pastor Bill. You don't come here for Jim Powers. You don't come here for your family. You don't come here for anybody else. But you come here for the almighty God. The issues of the days are bigger than your pay grade. You will be going home crazy. You wonder what am I going to do? The issues of the day, the issues that we, we don't understand, we need to bring them to God and trust him. Understanding the power of his ability to deal with the most complex issues and key knowledge and, and the power of God and his presence and his glory, everything shall diminish. He is the mighty God. He is the King of Kings. He is. The Lord of Lords. He is not God, the general, you know, the guarantee overnight delivery. No. No, no, no. He is the other God. You know, the one that can do all but fail. The Lord is here. He is in his temple. Acknowledge his power in his presence and give him the glory, give him the honor, give him the praise, for he deserves that. Let the gossip outside, let, leave, leave, leave the gossips outside the door. The question's outside the door. When you are in his temple, be silent. Say, Lord, you know what's going on up here? You know what I'm going through here? It's not connecting. Why? Because you maximize the problem and you minimize your God. Let's turn that upside down. Maximize your God and minimize the problem. Because your God is able Acknowledge his power. Acknowledge his presence. Acknowledge. He is holy. And he is different than anything you ever done or you ever seen. Here are a couple of phrases taken away from this verse. Lord, I've heard of your, of your fame. I sin in all of your deed. Lord, <laughs> repeat them in your day. And in the time make them known. Verse 5. And then this, in wrath, remember mercy. In wrath, remember mercy. What about chapter 3, verse 17 and 18? The same book. The fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vine. Though the olive crop fell and the field produces no food. in the pan and no cattle in the stall. <laughs> the, the, the believer, the Christian, the one, the one who call themselves followers of God, this is their answer. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. It is the, it's not the money in my pocket, it's not the stock market, it's not the good news on, the, on TV, it's not what I watch that dictate my joy. Amen. It is not how much money I got, what car I drive, how much suit I have on, whatever, or the people that I know that give me the value that, who I, that I am. My value coming from knowing the God of my salvation. Amen. But now i return to, he says, the, the other verses, I'll turn to, to, to them for today. Today is Advent week, right? And the word is faith. So if you have been actually in this church long, you actually know that, 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 that this verse, probably quoted before, in Habakkuk 2 verse 4, the righteous person will live by faith. Faithfulness is simply by faith. By, 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 by trusting God. These words, we are quoted by Apostle Paul himself in woman, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God that brings what? Salvation. To whom? To everyone who believes. First to the Jews. Right? And then to the Gentiles. Yeah. Which is you and me. Yeah. It is the power of God that transforms life. For, the, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God reveals. In the gospel, the righteousness that's that, 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 that true God, that is the faith from the first to the last, just as it is, as it is written. The church, the, the, the just, the Christian shall not live by any other means, according to Romans chapter 1 verse 17, but by faith. Well, it is reading in Habakkuk, the, the righteous will live also. By not by work, but by, by righteousness, by faith, by knowing who's in charge, by knowing who is who is keeping count, by knowing who should you please. You know? It's not helpful to be cursing people. To be meaning wrong because you don't agree with them way or, 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 or any other way, it's actually, it's good to actually seek the Lord where he may be found. Yeah. Seek his face and he's about to do something greater with First Baptist. He's about to do something wonderful. Clearly no one relies on the law, you know, uh, is, is justified by God himself. Because the righteous live by faith, not by sight. Colossians 3.10 and 11. This is where he quoted that. The same verse, at 2, verse 4. It is written again in the book of Hebrews. The writer quote the same verse, Hebrews 10, 30, 30 to 38. For we know him who says, it is mine to vengeance. I will repay. Again, it is not your job or my job to be judging. But the Lord will judge his people. You need to persevere, and that when when you have done on uh, the will of God, and you're focusing on God, you know you will actually receive what He promised to you. Justice. He will bring satisfaction. And just a little while He who is coming will come and will not delay, but my righteousness, one, my righteous one will live by faith. And I will take no pleasure in the one who shrank back. Listen, I have never seen technology so focused on changing the world. From, from the aerospace to AI to the way we use money, like the dollar in your pocket too, it doesn't mean anything anymore. You need a code. Everything is just so high tech. You know where will our world go? I mean, you don't have the money. I went, I went to vote one time in Cheshire, and uh, there was girls outside, and they were collecting money for for Girl Scout or something. And I says, oh, you finished voting? Good. You did your citizen duty. I says, yes I did. Can we have some money now for our girl scout? She was so sweet. You know? And I checked my pocket. I don't have a dollar. She says, you have Vimo? <laughs> He'd make a donation right there. This is the world we're living in. It's a different world. Habakkuk began his questions very personally. He said, and in fact, it makes you wonder just how much faith Habakkuk really have. The only thing I can really... Uh, 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 Really look at the passage and wonder. He says, Well, he's asking honest question, and he's not expressing the lack of faith at all. But his questions are your questions, they are my questions, they are our questions. There are some people really that just ask a lot of questions and they wonder where the answer comes from and they don't know what else to do. In my job and what I do, I've heard a lot of questions. I counsel, I have a lot of questions, I've heard a lot of questions. I do Bible study, I've heard a lot of questions. I deal with people in the military, I've heard questions. I deal with people in the government, I've heard questions. I deal with people in the street, questions. You know, I figure that having faith doesn't mean you have the answer for all the questions. But having faith allows you to see who is in charge. Ask Alex question. Here is some of Habakkuk's question. How long must I call for help? How long? Okay, I called yesterday about this, and I called again today. I still haven't heard nothing. Have you ever called someone and nobody ever returned your calls? You feel like you rejected. They don't care. Like you don't mean anything. Another question. Why do you make me look so injustice? Like God make you look injustice. Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? If you are God, why do you allow good bad things happen to good people? It's not a question, Lord, are you not from everlasting? Translation? Are you a liar? Because you say you're from everlasting. Why do you tolerate some people in their way of living? Why then do you tolerate some people in, in, in the way they, they, they're acting? You tolerate people, we don't understand that. Why are you so silent? Come now, say one word, like, like the centurion said, and my servant will be healed. We are not really, I feel like, I, I, you know, as the centurion put it, he says, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. All I want you to say one word and everything will be okay. Sometimes we say to, we say to ourselves, well, will don't you say one word? Bring my son home. Say one word so my wife or my, my husband can stop drinking. Lord, say one word so we can straighten this government out. Lord, say one word so the gas, the price for gasoline can go down. Say one word so you can pass the test in college. I mean, whatever the problem is, say one word and straighten our church out. Say one word, Lord God, and fix the problem. Why are you so silent? While evil is happening. This is not one problem. It's the world problem. And it's not just you or me or the people you know. It's a general problem. How long will I be silent? If he was living today, he would say, Lord, there's, an, there's a report from NBC that says more than 35,000 people were killed by mass shooting in 2023. So far, we're still in 2023, and we hope there is no more, but there's no guarantee there won't be more. How long, Lord? How long, Lord, that you can send your, your son or daughter, or you can go yourself to the grocery store? It's not a guarantee of coming back, because somebody may be drinking something they should not be drinking, or be, in a medication they should be switching on something else and thinking that their gun is the answer to every problem. How long, Lord, was I called for help and you don't listen? And that's not the only question I've actually Many more. Why do you make me look like an injustice? Why? I'm asking you, Lord, because I want to know. I'm asking you, Lord, because you have the answer. I'm asking you, Lord, because only in you we can find peace and restoration. And if you're looking for peace and restoration in any other place, I'll tell you right now, you're looking in the wrong place. Look at the cross. Look at Jesus, the author and the finishing of your faith there's a star in there and that star should be the focus the star on the cross is not that star that star is probably for this time of the year but the star is Jesus God doesn't want you to be going like a chicken they cut their head and running without a head and wonder what am I going to do He wants you to know that he is the Jehovah Jireh. The Lord your provider. If you live by faith, trust him. That issue that bothers you is also in his hands. When you give it to him, don't let the enemy tell you that, oh, you're done, there's nothing else to do. No, 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 no. There's a lot you can do. Trust God. Now, you may feel like what else should I do, Pastor Rubin? Because I, I really feel like God goes on vacation sometimes. He forget to tell me. Like he's in a mountain somewhere. He's is, he in is, he is an island. You feel like you're in an island somewhere. You're disconnected from reality. And you wonder, God, what else do you want to do? Well, I know, my friends, he's there. He's still in charge. He's there watching He's watching how long you're willing to put off of stuff and trust him in the process. He will move at his time, not your time, at his time swiftly. Remember the powerful words of the wise Solomon in chapter 3, verse 5 and 7, in the book of Proverbs. I'll show you all of these words. You've been in the church for so long. You've been in the Lord for so long. Trust in the Lord with all of your hearts. Oh, Oh, excuse me. You're you're, you're truly awake. With all of your hearts. And lean not in your own understanding. What you think you understand, do not lean on it. In all your ways, Knowledge him and he will direct your path. Be not wise in your only eyes. Instead, fear the Lord and depart from evil. And God will bless you. You focus on him today. You will never be disappointed. God bless you.
1: Life, the ups and downs. Joy comes from a consistent and focused relationship with Jesus Christ. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8. I'm about to close out here. I'm going to turn it back over to Kathy and she's going to, I don't know what she's going to do. (laughs) 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with inexpressible and glorious joy. Aren't you? Do you know anyone who's living this level of life? Joy unspeakable, full of joy. Do you know anyone? How do we live a focused life in Christ? Verse 14, and then I'm, I think I'm done. Kathy, is that okay? <laughs> John 15, verse 14. Watch this. You are my friends if you do what I command. God expects our obedience. He expects it. He doesn't just want us to obey. He demands that we obey. Wow. What kind of life are you living? It is, a, is it a life that counts? Is Jesus Christ the focus of your life? That means that everything you do centers around him. Everything. I'll close with this one sentence. Christianity, a Christian, disciple, follower of Jesus, is not a part-time life, a sometime life. It is not. It's an all-time life. It's a surrendered life. Giving up of self. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Heavenly Father, that is the cry of our hearts this morning. Your people calling in repentance. Forgive us of our self-righteousness, of our pride, of our disobedience, a selfish life. That, Lord, we come before you this morning with one desire upon our hearts, and that's living a focused life in you and through you. Lord, I pray, and this is a bold prayer, whatever it takes, Lord, in the life of your people, professing Christians, your church, whatever it takes to bring us to our knees and live a life centered on you. Put it before us, Lord. It before us. And in making that statement, I see one person. I see Jesus Christ. And then I see the power of the Holy Spirit working upon those that are within the sound of these words, this prayer, whether it be in this building or online. Specifically, people online. You're welcome in the house of the Lord. Don't make him a life of convenience. God is calling us to be one in Christ Jesus. So Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit moves within those that have been listening. Those that have ears to hear. And the Holy Spirit moves them before your throne on their knees in repentance and a desire to abide, to remain in you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Please stand, respond to how God has spoken to you this morning, whether you be here physically or you're visiting us online, there are people online that will respond to you in prayer, information giving. Whatever you may need in your life this morning, you can find it in Christ Jesus. Kathy?